Screenings thirders. When the moon is in the seventh house and Jupiter aligns with Mars, nothing happens. It's not like when all the planets are on one side of your star the system tilts in that direction. You do understand that planets all have their own orbits and that these orbits are not like putting a bunch of marbles on a piece of paper. Some are higher, some are lower, some wobble and none of them are actually circles. So, all the energy that you put into figuring out which planets were ascendant, whatever that means, when you were born is pretty much meaningless. Better to figure out how old the pipes were in the place you were born to determine what kind of poisoning you started out with. We are sure though, that you will ignore this and blissfully consider that if your house is in Venus, it must mean something. That is just the way you think of things. Let us give you a few examples. To prove our point, we will look to, Phasers on Stun by Ryan Britt, The Bone Orchard by Sarah Mueller, Spin State by Chris Moriarty, and The Art of Prophecy by Wesley Chu. Phasers on Stun by Ryan Britt, published by Plume, $28, 384 pages. Illogical Captain, sums up pretty much every conversation about your species. In this case however we get to go behind the scenes of every single Star Trek media offering and get an inside view of what is going on. Or what went on. The basic premise here is that Star Trek was unique in presenting humans in a positive and optimistic light. Sure, the show is based on the concept that humans almost took themselves out a couple of times, World War III, the eugenics wars, etc. But the whole idea behind Star Trek is that humans learned and got better. We suppose it's possible even though we see no evidence of this likelihood at the moment. The book does make fascinating reading even when the bias of the originating concept, that Star Trek changed the world, is taken into account. We enjoyed it as much as a Orta enjoys carving its way through rock. We recommend it as much as we would a nice, aged, Saurian brandy. Make the logical choice, we are pretty sure we will be the only ones saying that, and get you some. The Bone Orchard by Sarah A. Mueller, published by Tor, $26.99, 420 pages. This is the kind of thing we cross the galaxy for. Well, that and it was required before we could graduate and become full scholar lecturers. This is a story about a woman at odds with herself. In many ways literally. It is also the story of betrayal, politics and maneuvering, retribution, conquering, an odd kind of science, and kindness. Charm runs a house of ill repute. A house given to her by the emperor as she was his mistress. Charm, along with shame, justice, desire, pride, and pain, serve customers, who come and go, in many ways. When the emperor dies, and his sons take over, everything turns to chaos. Charm is summoned to the emperor's side just as he is dying, and he gives her a task and a promise. The task is to discover which of his sons is fit to rule along with which of them is responsible for killing him. When doing so she will gain her freedom. But does she pursue the emperor's last request, and help the nation that enthralled her to get her freedom or does she claim vengeance and die in the process? It's a fascinating choice made great by the way this all comes together and the mysteries that rebound it and twist the narrative. We loved it. You will too. We know this. Spin State by Chris Moriarty, published by Bantam, $6.99, 597 pages. This is a tricky one. By tricky we mean there is a lot going on and there are clones. Clones are always tricky which is why they are prohibited under the Armonk Accords of Setley's 324,421. This is the history of one Catherine Lee, major in a UN peacekeeper force who has been doing this for a long time. It involves some kind of light speed jumping which evidently messes with memory which is why she must download hers in order not to lose it.
or maybe it's all the hardware that the UN has filled her head with. Either way, she has a friend who is an AI, has returned to the planet of her birth, which does not hold great memories, and almost immediately gets involved in a murder mystery involving, among others, her clone twin. This is a mining planet and evidently mining is pretty much the same there as it is here on your planet now. The only big difference is that what is being mined is the mind of the planet itself. So, there's a killer on the loose, the miners are up in arms, the UN is fairly helpless, the mine owners are fairly indifferent and, oh yeah, the murder victim is her clone twin. We liked it overall and we enjoyed spending time with Lee even though she has some serious baggage. You should like it as well. But only if you get it and read it. The Art of Prophecy by Wesley Chu, published by Del Rey, $28.99, 532 pages. Boy did we like this one a lot. It was funny, interesting, well told, managed to deal with complex social issues without becoming too preachy, unlike your politicians, and kept us enthralled from beginning to end. It involves a prophecy and how the failure of that prophecy impacts a diverse set of characters. There is Taisha, the greatest martial arts master in the known world, Jen, a boy who was raised to fulfill the prophecy, Sali, a warrior of the people to whom the prophecy foretold the death of their Khan, until he died all on his own, and Kwaidami, an assassin who takes a lot of joy in how she ends up killing her assignments. They all cross paths in sometimes very unusual ways and the chaos that ensues is a joy to behold. While they are all on their own paths it does seem that they share the road in general. We did enjoy this a great deal right from the very beginning. Highly and greatly recommended. Another cycle ends, another cycle begins. You might say that we are perpetually on the bicycle. Ha, we made a funny. It is still true. And, as one of your Olympic marathoners was heard to once say, it is better to ride but I'll run if I have to. Yes indeed, run if you must. It won't help. Those assigned to be probed get probed, period. Eyes to the skies humans. We're off to Galefried for the perpetual meteor shower, which we actually caused on our way here a large number of cycles ago. But that's a tale for another time.